Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our Oracle Soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Pull up a chair and sit at the table with us because we're going to have a very intimate conversation about Tarot circles and Tarot community and beautiful ways that we gather together as Tarot folks. And I'm Katrina Wynn and I'm sitting here with my very dear Oracle Soup sister, Gina Peace. Hi, folks. <laughs> Hi, and we are also very fortunate to have a brother with us. And this brother is from another country. He's from Canada. And his name's James Wells. And he actually has a blog called Circle Ways. It's on WordPress. So he's very qualified to talk about Tarot and circles and really glad to have him with us. So stay tuned. As we explore this whole idea of how we come together in circles and in community around our favorite topic, which is Tarot. We are really so lucky to have um, James joining us in this Oracle Soup. It's such a rare opportunity. And I refer to him as uh, one of the busiest people in Tarot. Uh, he's one of my favorite people. He's, he's everybody's favorite person. He's so uh, easy to approach and um, has always has wonderful, wonderful uh, lessons if you've ever had a chance to hear him speak. Uh, So we're very excited to do this. All right. Well, let's sit at the table together and we look forward to hearing from you through our usual channels, such as our Facebook page, which is called Oracle Soup, and our website or oraclesoup.org. Thanks for tuning in to Oracle Soup. Pull up a chair and join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next. Welcome back to Oracle Soup. This is Katrina and I'm sitting right next to my dear one, Gina. How do we end up getting together? Like we're warm bodies in the same space. Uh, that will remain a mystery. No, we already talked about that in the first part of the show. You know. <laughs> but you know what's really special is we have another warm body right next to us. Who are you? I'm James Wells. I'm here from Guelph, Ontario. Guelph, Ontario. We're on. You need to give us more information. Some of us have no idea where that is. It's a small city a little bit west of Toronto. All right. Well, you know, Oracle Soup, we like to have these conversations, and today the topic is circles and how Tarot people get together in a lot of creative and wonderful ways. And I have to admit, I love circles. I, I even love the symbol of it. And, of course, a lot of us Tarot people are into symbols. And so let's first just talk about the symbolism of a circle 
and that continuous line that connects all of us. Yes, circles are about um, eternity. It's a feminine symbol. Feminine symbol. It is um, encompasses wholeness and completion and all, and it makes me think think of um, pentacles. And um, so it's it's a lot of different meanings connected to one little symbol. Certainly, I echo the wholeness piece of the circle. I would also say it's a symbol of inclusivity. When we sit in a circle, and I'm sure I'll talk about that in a couple of minutes or so, we are all facing the same center. None of us is in a more important or less important chair. Our bellies are exposed to one another. Our necks are exposed to one another. We are equals. We are vulnerable. And we are all connected to the hub at the center, that wholeness. And I know for me, whenever possible, when I'm teaching a class or doing a talk, I actually arrange the chairs, or if we're sitting on the floor, we sit in a circle. And even my Tarot retreat is in a yurt, which is a circle. So there's something very sacred about that. Well, when you think about the story of Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table, um, at least I once heard that it was about making the knights equal. And so circles have a lot to do with equality and making everybody come together in terms of having importance in a group. I even love the circular decks, you know, when you think of the mother piece, the Daughters of the Moon, Songs for the Journey Home, and quite a few other ones. Some of my favorite decks, uh, they reflect my love of circle. And they are decks which certainly embody that idea of inclusivity and relatedness and honoring the feminine and the usness. Yeah, it's an usness, and a lot of times I know when I'm talking about the tarot, I talk about the alpha and the omega, and and we talk sometimes about the symbol of the Ouroboros, or the, and the fact that it is eternal, but there's a beginning and an end, but sometimes you really don't know where it begins or where it ends, and the same thing with the tarot. And, um, and then you can get very three-dimensional and start talking about spirals, but I won't go there right now. But I think, James, one of the things I admire about you is that you are a very strong voice in the tarot world for utilizing circles of people for doing tarot work together. Yes, uh, whether I'm teaching, as you do, um, in a circle, or whether I am weaving some kind of small community whether it's a temporary community of an hour or two, or whether it's a longer-term community of several months or even a couple of years. I really love this form. And the tarot can take us a little more deeply into that. The circle itself begins to work us when we spend time standing, sitting, being together in a circular form. And when we add the, the deep symbols of the tarot to that, it evokes something even more from us. Um, one of my mentors in circle process, Christina Baldwin, has often said that uh, whatever, whenever we get together into the circle, it begins to work you, and whatever needs to come forth for healing will come forth in the circle. It's not an if. And so when we bring the cards into that, it can surprise us into saying things in those circle-based conversations that normally we wouldn't say, 
It can also help us to be really honest and accountable with ourselves and with our peers who are, are gathered with us in the circle about things we do notice and witness and say in those images uh, that are reflections of ourselves. And of course, each person in the circle then becomes a witness of that, as well as possibly a participant. And as you're talking, I was remembering what I found to be a really lovely and exciting process with Emily Carding when she was one of the guest speakers at BATS a few years ago in San Francisco. And she had brought her transparent tarot and her transparent oracle, which also happens to be a circular deck. And she had all of us in a circle doing a group reading with the cards. We each picked one or two cards. And just the way we all laid the cards together into the circle, it created a life of its own. And that is also the power of a circle because we unite our energies together. We unite our creativity together. It's very unitive. Well, when I think about when um, our ancestors always gathered, they always gathered in a circle. Um, and also circles create their own sort of energy, and it spirals. And if you keep going around, there are exercises where you can keep just going around and make that circle uh, keep going. I remember being in Egypt and being inside an area, and we were humming, and the sounds just spun. And something about that spinning in a circle is very, very, I mean, we are on a planet that is round. So that that circular, circular spiral energy, um, you can work that up into so many different things and take it where you need it to go. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I would like to ride that idea of our ancestors. Um, we gathered in a circle because we had to. We, we started to build fires. We needed to cook to stay alive. We needed to stay warm to stay alive. And as we gathered around that communal fire, that hearth, that is what drew us together. So it's that something in the center, that mm -hmm. spark in the center, that fire in our midst is what drew us together. And that's when we began to sit together, face each other, look up at the sky, notice the constellations, begin to make up stories about those, mm -hmm. and that's potentially where our spiritual and religious practices came from. As well as our tarot cards. Absolutely. <laughs> that's very true. The storytelling, that's been a, a theme of the weekend. Um, talking about, you know, in, in what I'm doing, it's about storytelling, and that's very important because that is where your traditions and those got passed on and on and on, and generation after generation have um, maintained those stories, and so it's something to me that's almost sacred about that. So, yes, religion would be very important. And, of course, it touches, for me, upon my Native American uh, ancestry and the idea of the circle, not only from, let's say, something like a sweat lodge, but also when we go to powwow and we dance in the circle together and everybody's moving around the circle together. Uh, so this it's a sacred hoop. That's one of the ways we have of describing it. And so here we have a circle, literally a circle of us right now, and the, uh, the glue or the energy that pulls us together is our love and wisdom and connection with Tarot. Absolutely. And uh, that's where circle process and the Tarot, as people often think of it, converge, is, is story. Uh, we're telling soul stories from a very deep place and, and being in a, in a circular way um, in conversation or in ritual, in celebration, 
encourages that depth of story, uh, whether it's the story of our own hearts and minds, whether it's the story of the cosmos. Our planet moves in a circle around the sun. Um, the moon moves in a circle around our planet. That's, a, that's an eternal ritual. That's an eternal story that's going on. And I like to bring the cards in, and I've created a series of what I was initially calling tarot circle games. I'm, I'm changing that, I think, to tarot circle encounters because I have come across a couple of people, more than a couple of people, who said they came anyway, but the word game almost sounded a bit frivolous to them. Mm. And I wanted to make it non-threatening because um, some people will say, circle and they go, what's this? Um, and if I, I figured, figured if I put the word game in there, it would be non-threatening. It turns out that encounter is even less threatening because it just, it, it indicates some kind of meeting on, on some level that's more than, than just the surface. There's some profound, poetic, soul encounter that goes on when I bring the people together over the cards, create a few sentences um, for which there are no endings. You know, I might say something, let's say I've created a tarot circle encounter for the autumn equinox. Um, one of the sentences I might create might be the thing that I have, the deepest thing that I have harvested in the last year is, and then leave a blank. And then the deck goes around the circle and people pull a card at random and use that card to surprise themselves into finishing that sentence. And it's amazing, the stories, the, the numinosity that just rings in that circle. And as you're describing that, it makes me also think of the word ceremony. Because ceremony and circle and sacred for me do go together. Absolutely, and um, it's interesting that you changed the name, but I'm thinking year, many, many years ago, let's go back to 14th century, game would have had a different sort of meaning to what we place on it now. Um, an encounter may have had a total, totally different meaning, um, but I think it's very, very uh, um, important to look at what we are conscious of and where we are now and how these different terms have different things and we don't want to be threatened anymore. We don't want to be pushed. We don't want to have um, the pressure of, of um, experiencing too much that's beyond and we don't understand. So that's very interesting that you, the shift in the names have made such a, such a difference. Mm -hmm. Well, that's symbolism. Even the words are symbolic. <laughs> Hey, so we're getting close to the end of our conversation here, and I've really been enjoying this. And I just want to make sure people know how to find you, to contact you, in case they wish to sit in circle with you, James. Mm, that would be lovely. My email address is circleways at yahoo.ca. The word circle and the word ways, plural, at yahoo.ca. My site slash blog is jameswells.wordpress.com. You'll see articles about circle process, about the tarot, all the soul-centric stuff that I love. And don't you also have a blog? Is there, you want to just, is there a separate address for that? Uh, same thing, jameswells.wordpress.com. 
All right. So cool. So cool. So hopefully we've introduced you, our very fine uh, connoisseurs and gourmet listeners, to some of the finer aspects of Turo. We have a little Canadian spice in our soup now. <laughs> he happens to love cooking and eating. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. If you if you go to his Facebook page about once a week, he tells you what, what he's eating that day. <laughs> Fabulous. So now we always say, and now you have to send us a great soup recipe. Oh, well, I will be happy to do that. Uh, And I've got a whole other story, which I won't go into now, about a circle that gathered around food after a tarot class. Maybe they could tell that another time. Or you could create that in your own area, wherever you might live. So hopefully we've inspired you to do that. Get together with your friends, break bread, share soup, and tarot. Well, this has been absolutely fabulous. I want to thank all of our listeners, and I want to thank you, James. This is awesome to have you here. It's so special. Yeah. Great to be with Oracle Soup. Right. Thank you. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. spending time with us at Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, also named Oracle Soup. Be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.wordpress.com, for hot new servings of our saucy talks, as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn, at tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. And .org is like Oregon. Gina Thies at tarotadvisor.com. Advisor spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.